Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, it is the Build Up Show. Liverpool take on Ajax in the Amsterdam Arena on Wednesday and we won't be there for... Dream away for every Scouser is, is Ajax, and for the first time, it's finally happened, and we can't go. Uh, we will be here in the studio doing a fans of commentary for it, of course, uh, but it's not the same. Um, Chris Bajan, we can make it similar, yeah, oh yeah. Let's just get blitzed and watch the match, um, right? Um, yes, Chris Bajan could be Ross Chadley's with me as well. Um, Chris, Champions League, it's back, um, apparently, and I'm not um, mentally prepared for the Champions League being back this week, if I'm honest. No, uh, I mean, this is it's it's true all over, though, isn't it? About like you know the, the big games and all that kind of stuff. Like I was quite excited for the Everton game as a as a televised football spectacle, and I think that's all all this is really. I'm kind of goes both ways. Getting the toughest game out the way is a good thing in some regards because it means you know the group is nicely poised regardless of the results. If you go and get three points, then you get and you've got your toughest game out of the way, then that's great. That's a really strong foot forward. If it doesn't, it's okay because again you've got you, you haven't you haven't got as many tough, tough fixtures lined up. But yeah, for me it is it's just that it's getting the into the mindset of oh well well you know it, disappointment from the derby at the weekend, but at least it's a nice good game of football to look forward to now and it should be and I think there'll be a lot of people that disagree with you about it being the toughest game I think Atalanta have got a shout in there as well I think on paper the players and all that type of stuff Ajax certainly and obviously they were in pot two as well weren't yeah. they but, but you're absolutely right I think it's a huge game of football you know and after two disappointing results both in completely different ways Liverpool will be looking to strike back won't they and, um, and really go out there and put a performance in now for me the the spectacle of football, the landscape's changed massively because it's just not the same game watching it on the telly for me every single week. Like, I made me peace with watching after away games or maybe more than after away games um, on a TV, but it doesn't feel doesn't feel the same this season. Doesn't it's mad? It doesn't feel as important as last season. No, it's right. You know, going the games and and all that type of stuff and. I don't know, man. It's just it's not the same game we're watching. I, I, I'm real down about it all at the moment. I think, well, I think the problem is, of course, is the country's fucked, um, which doesn't help, and the fact that two back-to-back disappointments, regardless of the performances, because it, it's night and day, Villa and Everton, Liverpool, miles the better team, and actually probably deserve to win the win the derby. This is what I kind of my my general feeling on this, Ross. We could really do with because of all those things kind of lumped in together. 
we could really do with a win here, just to, I think, to lift the spirits, because we certainly weren't feeling that way after Arsenal. After the Arsenal game, we were we were sat back revelling in how brilliant this team we was. We weren't in either. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I think that's in it. It's a, it's a fact that because it's only on the telly, we haven't got the same level of release, so we probably need the results more than we, we maybe we ever have done. I think it's certainly softened the blow of not being able to be there. You know, it's a mad world where you'd rather be in a place where you've got more chance of getting chlamydia than COVID-19 and, you know, going, going to Amsterdam. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. I mean, fucking like, but, you know, I'd rather be there at the minute, but I can't. Um, yeah, it, it's, it, 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 it's home, I think, doesn't it? You know, I've not had a chance to actually mentally think about Champions League football and stuff, but you think of all those the ways that you can go and do it. It's not just one day. It's, like it's a couple of days away with, you know, the atmosphere and the, all the stuff and the culture that we've we picked up from these places and the songs and the memories bo- and all that stuff. Boss Night Amsterdam. Yeah, would have been the greatest thing in the history of the world. I'm not having that, and obviously there's you know there's more pressing things in the world going on. But it's you know you can separate the two. So you can still want to be there. You still want to go. You can still miss these things. Uh, yeah, and welcome back Champions League football. Maybe it'd be a nice welcome break from from the Premier League. To be honest with you, and playing someone that you you kind of not used to. We've never played them before in competitive football. I don't think about for a long time anyway. Yeah, 66 is the yeah, last time we yeah. played them in competitive football. It's um I remember it well. Oh absolutely yeah. Um <laughs> no but that's the that, that, I think this is this is the thing in it. I I'm looking you can't look forward to football in the same way. You can't I mean we were having this conversation the other day. Like I'm 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 close as I've ever been to like just going to watch some non-league footy or going to find some footy to watch yeah. somehow because I really need, I'm missing the adrenaline rush. I'm not the kind of person who goes out thrill seeking. I enjoy I like my life. I like my job. I like my bits and pieces. I get I get what I need from life generally. But I've come to realise that without having that let off, without being able to go and scream and sing and share that, there's a big hole a hole in my life. But the only the closer you get to filling it is with good footy. At least you, you've got no choice but to watch it televised. So the good thing is, the big positive is, Liverpool, Ajax, a team we haven't played, as I say, competitively since 66, a team with great heritage, great history, in the Champions League, that has at least carried something. It's not it's not what we what necessarily we need to fix us, but at least it's better than us having some fucking better, better than Burnley. I'd, yeah, I'd much rather this than the Capital Cup, Capital yeah. One Cup, or whatever that competition's called now. And the level of disrespect Doesn't that competition anyway. is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, no one remembers the name of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. And again, we, we're coming up against some good players and a, and a historically great side. Um, one that you know, I've, I've always wanted Liverpool to play Ajax. Of course you do. Of course you want to go over there and soak it up and all that. Type of stuff. So, yes, Liverpool have got a lot of things to ch- turn around and change, and you know we're coping with a lot of things. And hopefully, we'll be able to put some of that right at, uh, midweek against Ajax. Yeah, I think there's perception with Ajax as well, which I'm sure you'll come on to. If they're not the side that Spurs played, you know, two seasons ago, you know, they've lost, you know, what four, five maybe major players that were in, in that tournament. I'm not dismissing them completely, saying they're a crap mm, side, yeah. but you know, you think of like Delit, um, Donny Van der Beek, Zayek. Um, the guy who went to Barcelona, mm-hmm. De Jong, is gone yeah. as well. So you know, there's big chunks of that team's been taken apart from the the campaign that they had against Spurs. They go, the 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 Ajax one is always cyclical, isn't it? You know, you reach a peak of what you can before the team gets picked apart, and they they, they go again. They're refreshing. They bring a whole no, new load of stuff in. Those is interesting. I always find it fascinating to go and look at like kind of who you recognise from from variety of teams. Class Jans Huntelaar is still there. He's th- I mean, I'm about to Did no one ever sign him? He's 30, I know. He's 37, <laughs> 37 years old, which I don't want to be like, 37, because we're literally 37 years old. Um, that's right, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I'll be 
It's fine, I won't do the joke, Chris. I'll leave you for uh, that. Yeah, it's you fine. You're 38 this year. Um, the, um, I'm, not 38. Um, I'm not 37. Yeah, 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 he's not. I was looking at Chris. Oh. Get back in your fucking hole. <laughs> fucking child. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, uh, Clash on Hunter, that's mad. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that he's still going. Uh, I've got a sneaky feeling, a horrible feeling that it's like he's got 90, 90th minute goal written all oh, over God, him. But um, well, they've got a few. They've got Davy Clash and the former Everton goalkeeper Martin Stecklenberg will, will be on the bench for them. D- Daily Blint plays centre half for them as well. Of course, we know from his time at Manchester United. I just yeah, it's one of them. It's Tarich as well. Yeah, Dusan Tarich has been amazing for them. Um, no, it comes down to it. I'm, I, I like the challenge. I like to know. I, I, I just love the Champions League because you, you just you feel like you'd expand your football and knowledge and your football and horizons by watching this, seeing a different style of play, seeing a team that are going to be very hungry to come and give Liverpool a big bloody nose. They're playing in their own yard all day. Oh, we know that means something different these days with no fans. But no, it's, well, also it's, you know you know kind of what you're going to expect from Ajax, whether you know the team or you don't know the team. They're going to play away. They've got a style of football that's yeah. so deeply ingrained in that side. The, you know, we're not coming up against the park the bus side here. We're gonna we're gonna see an expansive game of footy, which should lend itself to being a really good game of footy. Again, you know, two sides that I was having a look at some of Ajax's previous results and watched a bit of the highlights before before today's show and stuff. You know, they've played four two three one at times this season. They've played four three three. I imagine they're very similar to us in that those things probably look very similar to one another. Yeah. You know, they've had good results at the weekend. They come off a five one victory, but pre- previous to that, they got beaten one nil by. Groningen I think it was and I watched the, the highlights of that game and the goal that they conceded and it was a really poor defensive you know play from Ajax you know it was really easy for Groningen to get in there and score early on so similarities in 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 in, in what's going on there with what Liverpool are doing at the moment you know a bit easy to score on but can still score goals and stuff it'd be interesting to see how teams cope in the Champions League you know we've seen some mad results in the in the Premier League and you know you just touched on two two results for Ajax there Will it hit home to those players for both sides of playing in Europe? And the part of the reason that they like it is because they get to go to these stadiums, they get to go to these cities and towns, and you know, play in front of thousands of people. It's probably a welcome refresh, isn't it? Because I'm looking at it now, and, and I'll be honest, you know, we spend that much time. It sounds fucking sounds stupid when you say it out loud now, given the climate. But I've I'd, I'd got a bit fatigued with travel. We've done a lot of travel in the last in the last few years. It takes you away from home quite a lot, and, and it does start to take a bit of a toll on you. Um, but be, that, like, I just look at it now. I'm like, there's part of me that's like, I could just go and jump on a flight. You know what I mean? Just to be, just to, just to be, just to change your surroundings would be would feel amazing. I, I wonder whether there's a, re- a refresh aspect to. I mean, I know they've just come back from international duty, some of them, so they've had a little bit of this. But I just wonder whether there is something to that of just going to travel, going to a different country, albeit you're still under, you know, under restrictions, you're still being bubbled and what have you. Yeah. It probably has probably it probably helps with the mental, you know, the mental side of things for these Liverpool players just to. Change the, change Why, the scenery. What, what would you think, like a year ago, if I'd have said the sentence, you're still being bubbled? What would you think we'd have thought that meant? Yeah. It's, probably, <laughs> it's definitely alcohol related, isn't it? Like, you're just going to go out and get properly. He's bubbled. on the Prosecco, him, lad. Uh, He's bubbled. on the Prosecco. Oh, I got a bit bubbled on this Saturday night, actually. Uh, yeah. Now, like, yeah, fucking. You're right, man. Fucking. <laughs> bubble shit's terrible, that. Yeah. yeah, that stuff might be good for him. And I also think it might be an advantage to the, to the wayside. So, if you know. You know, you both go when you go to these people, these places in Europe. How intense and the, the atmosphere can be horrific. You know, like Belgrade was was a bad one that you guys went to. Napoli, similar for us last year, was was horrible. And it does affect the way that these teams play. Mm-hmm. So Liverpool going to go to Ajax, you know, it's, 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 you know, one of the biggest stadiums in Europe, probably. It know. is a point, and I think it's a good point, Ross. Is that 
the games Liverpool have struggled in most have been in those hostile environments. Yeah. And it's true because we can't we can't say that Anfield has this massive impact on these teams coming. All these teams come and shit the bed in, in the face of the Anfield atmosphere, from you know Chelsea to City to Barcelona, um, and then have it not necessarily work the other way. You know, I didn't want a pandemic to prove it. Though. Oh God, no, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying, this is a it's a it's a point in, in it's a positive point potentially for Liverpool is that not having that you've got all the motivation because you because you're playing against a, t- a big team in Ajax. You know, you're playing against. It's an exciting game. Again, you have you, you, all the preparation there is the similar. Is very similar to what you would normally do with the Champions League. So it will probably feel like a Champions League game to to the team. They'll have they'll have similar commitments, you know, and all the brand and all. That. It'll, it'll spark all those feelings, but they don't have to go into a ground where you've got fifty thousand people baying for your blood, which is again has been proven a sticky point for us at times. I mean, I think about. I know we win. We win. I wouldn't have been one of them though. Reckon? No, I don't think so. I just I think, think it's so. one of those games where the, the, their their fan base is amazing. I, I, I wouldn't have thought about PSG, but it was it, the atmosphere was fucking was was mega in that one. I mean, I, I expected it in Rome. You know, we su- we suffered in there. We suffered in Belgrade. We we handled the game really well until we didn't in the new camp. Same sort of things. It doesn't. It's not necessarily that it's like an angry thing, but when you've got. You just gotta fucking. Uh, Can still be intimidating without oh, without God, it being yeah, angry. Yeah, and, and from the flip side of that, it'll be the same for the teams that come to Anfield. You know, they're probably made up yeah. that you know yeah. the, the history of Liverpool and these famous European nights. They'll be gutted that they're not going to be part of it in one way, but it might benefit them. It's a good job. Game. It's a good job of boss, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. Uh, obviously, there's disappointments with regards to engineers, which we'll talk about in a moment. So we're going to take a very very short break. Um, we've got a question for you to tide you over till then. Uh, who was the last Liverpool player to score against? Ajax. Uh, we'll have an answer for you after this short break. The second Redmen TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions, the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Redmen TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it is chock full of insight. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds, who were reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world and then capped it all off with a 19th league title becoming champions of England. The book looks at the highs, lows, absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way. It is available now on the Redmen TV store. Get involved. I'm sorry. Yes, welcome back. Uh, yeah, if you want to get our brand new book, Champions of Everything, you can do. It's amazing. It's available. There are very limited uh, quantities of the signed special edition available where you get the sticker pack. Uh, so if you want to get one of them, I'd jump on it now because uh, the first load sold out. Um, it's very difficult for us to get hold of more physical ones to have that. So yeah, if you're going to do it, you want to box someone off for Christmas, then I would highly advise that yeah, you jump on that uh, in the next day, really, just to make sure that you've got one and you don't miss out. Um, Right, yes, the last person to score for Liverpool against Ajax uh, was all the way back in 2001. It was in the Amsterdam tournament. We played them two years later, actually. So I was thinking it was the 60s, yeah, so was that, yeah. Yeah. That's why I googled it. Um, we lost 3-1 to Ajax, and the Liverpool goal was scored by... Heskey. Oh. I win. Robbie Fowler. Uh, if you got that, congratulations. Give the video a like, you deserve it. Um the um 
Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'd forgotten all about those games. But there was a little spell because we played them twice in, two, in like three years or whatever. We played them in 2003 in the same tournament and drew nil-nil. So that wasn't doing does any favours in terms of a quiz question. So yeah, Robbie Fowler, 37 minutes. Um, let's get back into it. There's obviously disappointments around Liverpool's world. Virgil van Dijk will not be available for the rest of the season. Uh, Thiago Alcantara is probably a bit of a doubt for this one given he, was, he, he had to go for a scan. At the weekend, um, the one that the slight concern that reared its head as we were recording the final word, Chris, was one over Matip um, that he, he'd been seen going for a scan. The Echo have subsequently said that it was that was from Saturday. Is that right, Ross? Yeah. Um, and it, so that it's it's probably not as pressing as all that, but it doesn't help. We're gonna we're gonna have this for the foreseeable future of. Clenching, crossing our fingers and toes to Joel Matip and, and Joe Gomez. They yeah, and even if he look, if he's gone for a scan, something's wrong. You know, whether he feels it or not, and with a, a season that you're probably now planning for without Virgil Van Dijk, certainly a few months with just the three centre halves that we've got available, being Gomez, being Matip, and probably Fabinho as the senior players, then you're probably protecting Joel Matip in this fixture anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that that you know, you're already down to your bare bones of Joe Gomez and Fabinho at centre half in this game because, look. As much as I want us to do well in the Champions League and I want us to win that competition, of course, at this stage, I don't think it's as pressing as the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I think the Premier League's more pressing for us right now. You can get away with a few drab draws in the Champions League group stages. As yeah. long as you win your home games, you, you, you're in a good position, aren't you? Yeah. So for me right now, with the injuries that we've got with Thiago, question marks over and with Joel Matip, I'm probably already protecting Joel Matip because I'm worried about what happens if he aggravates it further, shall it's we say. The interesting question in this becomes, what, where, where do you go with? And I think you're right. I, but I think in terms of the level of importance... Because to get that first win under your belt in the Champions League, I think it gives you breathe. You get breathing room. You earn breathing room down the line a little bit. It does. That takes the pressure off. So you can, if you if you do have a disappointing result, making sure you got points. Whereas if you're because who knows? Because you might have a major, another major injury crisis between the, you know, and then and all of a sudden you're really struggling to put players out on the pitch. And I wonder whether. Fabinho, it will just be Fabinho Gomez in this one, and rather than a, a consideration for a Reese Williams or a consideration for that, I mean, I don't even know where Cometio's at this point, but you know, anyone other than that, and then you and then you see what you've got with like with with eyes to Sheffield United afterwards. Yeah, I think the ideal situation in the Champions League group is you win four games and you're done, and you can sit to take two games off. But I think Chris is right; the context of, of where we're at is really hard. The concern going into this was we've got two injury-prone defenders. You know, into the season. Sorry, you know what do we do? And the guy who never gets injured is fucking injured. So now, now, now you panic. I go. I think it's sensible because I'm route of protecting Joel Matip because you know you could end up playing Sheffield United and they could kick kick him to death. You know, do you know what I mean? Because they're an aggressive side and he could get injured. But don't risk him if you don't need to. You know, we still got. You have to remember for all the fame on going of Van Dyke being injured, having Fabinho and Gomez at centre half is still a very good pairing at centre half. Well, it's, like, it's, like, it's not fresh. It's not new. Yeah. And they're still experienced enough, and we still got an abundance of midfielders to, to play in that game. Mm-hmm. We're not selling ourselves short. Okay, Fabinho, you prefer him at centre, centre mid, but you know the guys we've got in the field aren't crap. No, so, I, you, I, so you're fine with that. So I think Chris is right. I think you've got to, got to make do with what you've got for this one, and then reassess it for, for Saturday. To your point, though, Chris, the the the, the Premier League is I mean, look, it's very early. There's loads of games to come, so it's not nothing's decided at this point. But you realise that because that because of those drop points so far 
the Sheffield United game is important. It is important that Liverpool get back up and running in the Premier League. It is important to get those three points because, like Man City, I've still got the fact I've got I've still got to play that game in hand or whatever. But any points that they've dropped, we've matched. Now, so it's going to be a position where any adv- any early advantage in the league against against the Man City has gone out the window. I mean, obviously, we know all know that it's going to be Aston Villa who go uh, unbeaten all season now and win the league because that's the way it's all it's all kind of panning out. But um, yeah, I don't think there's a Ajax are probably a better team, maybe. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, isn't it? You know, the the you know, but the, they weren't quite Dutch champions. But you take my point on that. Um, but it, I don't think there's a preferential game. This is a re, it's a weird struggle. In normal circumstances, you would be you would probably slightly err on the side of stronger side against Ajax, and then maybe you rest and rotate a little bit more for Sheffield United. But I don't know that we can we can do that this time. Yeah. Around. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Klopp generally plays a lot of, you know, fringe players in the early part of the Champions League, from my memory. So I think that he does try and sort of preference the Premier League at this early stage. I think it's made slightly different and skewed, maybe, because it's Ajax. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they are who they it are. Rather than anything else. Really, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, we've seen, we've seen Klopp you know, not take Premier League games seriously or not take the derby seriously in some people's eyes with this team selection. He does, he, I think he does probably look more at the individual team and then make a decision. I think he knows he's in for a, a, a tough slog against Sheffield United regardless. You know, they might not be technically as gifted as Ajax, but, you know, they're going to apply themselves to 110%. And I think that's probably where, create-wise, he'll need his full sense side for that. I think, you know, for Liverpool as well, it's a very... Because of the Van Dyke injury, for me anyway, it's, it's you get beat against Ajax and it's all because of Virgil Van Dyke, right? So it doesn't matter whether you lose against Sheffield United or you lose against Ajax, people are going to think you've got a soft underbelly without mm-hmm. Virgil Van Dyke. I think personally, you know, I'd preference the the Premier League game just because it gives more more because it gives Matip more time to recover mm-hmm. than anything else. If you've switched the games round and Ajax was the weekend, I'd be telling you the Ajax game. 
because it's about protecting Joel Matip rather than this game's more important than that game, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and, and you're right. I, I don't think, whilst you've got Fabinho there, I don't think there's a single chance that we take any risk. We just won't. Scott yeah. doesn't, doesn't do that. He doesn't force... He'll force people to play through pain, but he won't force them to play through injury. You know what I mean? Like proper injury or something that's going to cause you to be out for a, for a spell of games. Um it is just that thing of it, it, it's more, a, 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 I guess, in a wider in a wider sense. I wonder how we judge Ajax. We can't know until we see what the team lines up with. Because you're right, you know, we'll we'll play Alex Oxley Chamberlain centre forward against Genk at home. We'll put an experimental midfield out against Genk away. But when PSG come to town, you play your, your first team. When Napoli come to town, you play your first team. And I wonder, we we can't know quite how he's going to judge that until we until we see a little bit of it. My, you know, but he, but we do know, as as I sort of said, he he knows Sheffield United are a good side. Yeah, and we know that he thinks they're a good side as well because we've seen it. We've we've seen them give us a tough game. It's and a, he's talked about them. Uh, yeah, and I, I suppose it's it's, it's what, what's our level? Of, what do we mean by all this? Because, like, as an example, well, Thiago. I don't. I wouldn't. I can't imagine he would risk Thiago again in this game if he's just had a, if he's just had a scam. But again, it shouldn't matter because well, you bring Wayne Alderman. Man yeah. Adams class. You, if you have to bring James Milner in, oh gutted, you've just brought James Milner in. If you have to bring Curtis Jones in, I don't think any of us. This is the. I think our notion of us actually a weakened side. It's only when we maybe see Jota start instead of one of the front three or Minamino starting for us. We'll call that the second t- team. But you might find the midfield stronger in that game. So you might find like Sheffield United, Jota or Minamino start. So it looks like it, but then it's Thiago Henderson. Fabinho and then oh hang on a second we've got Billy Cometio and Gomez at centre half we're entering the period of the season where we're good it's good it's, we're probably not going to play our strongest 11 almost in yeah, any right. in yeah. any game yeah. you go for 75% or 80% first team in every game rather than 100% and 50% yeah but to be honest my concern is not this game my concern is the bigger picture which I'm, I know we're going to cover on the, on the podcast of you know I joked before about the, the two injury prone defenders whether it's, you know the, the recent injuries weren't there necessarily their fault I think people forget that but also, you know, you've got one game without Van Dyke and you're potentially missing Joel Matty for the, the next game. Like, how, how, would you, how would you carry on with that? My, my concern is, is bigger, you know, for the next period of games. I know there's an international break in November, but still, Joel Matty being injured already, potentially, is not a good sign for Liverpool. No, no, absolutely. I mean, again, it's, it would be a second, a second injury of the season. wouldn't yeah. be a particularly encouraging, encouraging thing at all. But again, we can't... I said to you, obviously, that there was that video doing the rounds, which apparently was from Saturday, but it was being reported as though it was happening now, yeah. which is a bad, which 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 is bad, which doesn't which doesn't bode well. I mean, there's every chance that I mean, look, Thiago's gone for a scan and they come back and said it's fine. You know, there's every chance that he actually does start in in midweek because if it's fine, it's fine. It's just a knock and you can get on with it. Matt might might just as well be in that situation himself, but it's. It's tough because you. I mean, in fact, Chris, you you saw it around the verge of Van Dyke stuff. Fear mongering is the word. There is a little gnawing doubt at the back of everyone's mind that somehow everything's going to come catastrophically undone without Van Dyke. So every little bit of potential bad news all feels like a big weight that's being lifted, and it's weight that you're resistant to when Liverpool are playing really well and winning mm-hmm. games of football. Mm-hmm. If we'd won it in the derby, I think we'd be loads less arsed about all of this. But at the minute, yeah, everyone, we're all looking for signs, portents of doom. Yeah, and, and that's it. And I, and I think it, it, this goes back to the transfer window, doesn't it? Because the, what the one big thing that everybody agreed on is we needed a fourth defender and we didn't get a fourth defender. And now it's like, look, 
I told you, yeah. I told you this is going to happen. But the thing is, we've not played the season out, and and and, and you know, so you can't actually you're not proved right until whatever happens because Klopp could Klopp could still be proved right that he didn't, even with an injury to Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah. Now, I I maybe would disagree with that. I do think it's going to be uh, it's a horrendous loss for Liverpool Football Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to need to be something very creative to do to keep us on top of the table or get us to the top of the table and win the league again. Yeah. But it's and it looks like we're repeating a mistake that Manchester City made. Um, although there's their player completely different. Their player retired. Um, <laughs> whereas ours has, has been injured, unfortunately. But you know, I think it's a it's a big blow to Liverpool in both the Champions League and the Premier. League, yeah. no one's denying that, and it's how we either bounce back in January and sign someone, or someone's got to step up and play to a level that they haven't previously played to at a consistent basis that they haven't previously done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to do too much. But we're going to do a deep dive on that on the on the podcast tomorrow. But we'll be, we've had a few um, super chats and whatever you come in. First and foremost, Nino, welcome to Club Captain. You get access to the final word show, which we've just recorded, which is on the YouTube channel exclusive on YouTube to to members at Club Captain. Or club legend here, so you can get involved with that afterwards if you want, mate. Easy. Um, Nino's also uh, said the super chat in saying greetings from the Philippines. Greetings. Uh, absolutely love the channel. Keep it the good work and have a walk alone. Thank you so much. Greetings uh, from tier three. And Gad um, Kul, uh, Kul, Kul Kami uh, says, uh, what's the state on Matip and Allison? If you guys have any info, we don't have any inside info, but as I say, the, 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 the Allison is apparently back in training. He's back in like diving training and stuff, and they're saying, I'll oh, the, There's been no ill effects at the moment. He's not showing signs. Is he diving both ways or just one way? Oh, he's not. Art, I would imagine both. It was, it was described as diving and falling, and he's doing his second session and showing no signs. You just said of, of, of that shoulder injury. So to me, that's really encouraging. I think Klopp said something in his pre in his pre match press conference at the weekend as well, which kind of said, you know, he's, he's ahead of where he should be. So that eases stuff for me because mm-hmm. you know we've all got concerns over the goalkeeper. It's a shame he wasn't really diving and falling on international duty because Neymar would have been in that session, wouldn't he? And he's brilliant at all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pickford was in the diving and lunging session. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, yeah. All the talk is that Allison will be back for Man City, which would be a, an amazing boost, all, all things considered. Um, football slugs it might start to go for me and sneak over from Australia to do a number on Pickford, still fuming blue shite. Um, yeah, mate, it's one of them things you kind of just got to shrug it off. Unfortunately, at this point, uh, and welcome John Conway, who's joined as club captain as well on the YouTube memberships. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you guys get access to custom emotes to use in live streams just like this one, and as I say, you get that bonus show. Uh, it's the Monday final where. Show the the game the, the show that covers the weekend uh, weekend game. Uh, let's talk about a couple more players and a couple more things again for this game. Um, Milner and Genie will be ready for this game. I mean, if, is there a temptation there with just a doubt? Even if Thiago was a slight doubt, you might as well because just there's nothing wrong with putting Genie Wild and straight back into the team. Really, no, there isn't. And listen, um, how long have we been live for? Don't know. Roughly. 29 minutes before I mentioned the 4-2-3-1 formation <laughs> um, I really think it's a, a good option for us now if it's something the clock was maybe pointing towards anyway you know a little bit extra protection for your centre-halves with Virgil van Dijk back 
uh, and a way to maybe get Jota in and maybe find a little bit of form for Bobby Firmino if you if you skew his position slightly, something mm-hmm. like that. Also gives you that little bit of if you're taking Fabinho out of the midfield rotation, as it were, for a, a, a serious number of games, which he could well be. I don't, I don't know yet. Then having those just two midfielder spots, as it were, you know, a Henderson, Wijnaldum, or a Thiago Henderson, or throw James Milner in there, whatever, when everybody's fit, of course. Mm-hmm. I think that could work really, really well for Liverpool. And I wonder whether we might actually see something like that against Ajax. Yeah. Is clear for this one, isn't he? Done his- uh, no, I don't know if any. I, I, again, I don't know any more on the, the Cater stuff. The club haven't been. They didn't actually say he tested positive, did they? Yeah. No, it was no, it was like the it was it was local uh, local news for for for, for Naby while he was away. He said he tested positive, then apparently he tested negative on the second mm. one. But he's not like it was. Naby won't be ready for this game. Was that was Klopp's line in the build up to, to to the derby? So they have been very cloak and dagger about all this. So no one really knows whether Naby's been same as Shakiri then. Well, yeah, well, Shakiri should be fucking. You know, who knows? Well, this is another one. Like Divock Origi doesn't make the bench at the weekend. Um, I can't see a world where he. I mean, unless you unless you can have more subs in the chat. I don't know. I, I can't see. It's mad. Shakiri and Origi are both there. They should probably be in rotation in some way, shape, or form for this game, but I can't. I don't actually see that they're just not good enough to be in our sub bench now, yeah. and that's the, that's what happens when Minamino and Jota have come in. Yeah. The only other thing interesting in terms of the bench is that whether you get you put Reese Williams or Cometio or Vandenberg on the bench just to get them in the matchday squads because there's a chance now they're, they're he's tended to do stuff season. like that as well during the Champions League guys and he's yeah. take them on the trip get them used to it without them actually having to play and stuff so yeah. that wouldn't surprise that's a good shout would you make any do anything mad here Ross you know like we talked a little bit about Firmino on the final words show he obviously gets subbed which leads you to believe that, that's almost nailed on that he starts this game, of course. But, you know, we saw Mane move to centre-forward, Jota come on the left, which I think was was unusual. I think Salah would have been most people's guess if yeah. they saw that happening. We actually thought with Minamino would have been the first-choice sub for Bobby Firmino. So there's, there's that as a possibility as well. I think there's a temptation to to give him a rest. You know, he's played international football, come back in, played, played the Merseyside derby, but he's also short on confidence. I think if you're not changing the... Uh, centre back pairing and your midfield. I think another change is one too many to maintain fluidity mm. and, and stuff in that in that sense. So we you know if Van Dyke was fit and Thiago was fit, you know, I think there's a case where you know you could go really strong and you could put Jota in there or Minamino in there and you still got a strong eleven. Yeah. But it's a bit I think too many changes is, is too much against a decent side. Slightly outside um Shelter this and the Minamino stuff, but he's played Champions League footy. You know, they, they it's not like he's playing a Premier League game here where you're talking about being up to the speed or whatever. He has he has experience at this level of at, at this level of football, and maybe that's might be a decent opportunity because I'm looking at it otherwise. But it would say, Bobby Firmino's having a little bit of fatigue issues or whatever, having travelled with Brazil. Does he play both games this week? And let's just say he might well do this because he plays he plays most games. He plays when he's both games. He's playing three games in a week, isn't he? Well, yeah, you know, but this is the thing, and that's the kind of point is that if you ha- let's just let's let's work on that notion that Bobby isn't going to play two games. Are you resting him here or are you resting him Sheffield United? And if you are, what are you what are you doing? Oh, mate, I think it's going to be quite a heavily rotated side in this game. I think some of it's going to be enforced and some of it's not. It wouldn't surprise me to see both Minamino and Jota in this game. To be honest with you, because it's just it's such a it's such a condensed 
four weeks as it were with so many games they, to get the best out of the squad the rotation you don't wait until everyone's crocked Mm-hmm. to yeah. then start resting and rotating. Yeah. You're planning in advance for it. So for me, it's about... I don't know whether Bobby starts here or there, but as you was kind of talking to in the first part of the show, Paul, it's about making sure you can get a good side for every game rather than a second string and a first thing, first string. Yeah. So I don't know who, who the players are going to be, but in one of these games, I think Jota starts, I think Minamino starts, yeah. um, and I think Wijnaldum starts, and I think Milner starts in one of these games. And yeah, then it's question marks over. I don't think... The fullbacks have, have, have need to be resting rotated just yet, mm-hmm. but there's always an option in game three or four of this run that Nico maybe comes in or Costas Chimikas. Well, we're lucky in so much. I mean, there's another one. No one really knows where he's at with Chimikas at the moment. Klopp completely forgot he existed, and I therefore did when he was asked who was in, who was fit for the derby. Um, that Salah and Mane didn't travel for internationals, so it's not like they've played the extra footy, so they're probably not as in need of it, but we have, we did see, sort of, and it was hampered, I think, by Shaqiri just not being available last season, particularly, is someone will play 60, and someone will play 30, and then they'll, they'll flip, so maybe Mane plays 60, Jota plays 30, but then Jota plays 60, Mane plays 30 at the weekend, or, or whatever, just that's how we refresh, rest and rotate. Um, it's really, really interesting to see. The thing you tend to find, though, with Mane and Salah, do you want to play the Champions League? Do you want to play the Champions League? It's very difficult to turn around and tell your best players that you're not playing on that stage. Um, so that's, yeah, I have, a, I have a sneaky suspicion. Well, as we have, we've seen times in the past where Mane starts on the bench against Bournemouth or, 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 what, or whatever. So, yeah, we don't know, but we'll know a little bit more, I guess, because Ross. Minamino, yes, we've had him, had him for half a season, but he's still being blooded. And obviously, Jot is very new. We don't know whether these lads are good enough to be considered to just start games of football for us in rotation. Yeah, particularly with Man and Salah, who, on the face of it, are both in good form. They, they both got a goal at the weekend. Aston Villa, you know, Man didn't play that one, but Salah was still still really good. They're going to want to continue that as well. You know, mm-hmm. if you drop them, we think, well, I think they understand the rotation, but they'll think, well, what have I done to deserve to be dropped for this game? They want to play every game, but I know they have to manage them in terms of fitness and fatigue and stuff like that. But you, you know, like you just said it then, they're going to be hungry to, to play this game, regardless whether there's fans or not. It's still the world's biggest stage in football for me, and they want to be part of that. Yeah. Um, Paul Joyce has just tweeted actually while we've um, while we've been live saying Liverpool's Joe Matip underwent a scan on Saturday. No major issue was detected. Klopp must assess whether to start a defender against Ajax in the Champions League on Wednesday. So yeah, more info on that as and when we know it. But that's positive at least. I think we can all breathe a, sigh, a little sigh of relief on that. I mean, I'd rather say no issue than not a major issue would have been better. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you go. For, yeah, yeah, true, true enough. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, you send three players for scans. Uh, one of them has a major issue. He's out for the season. Yeah. By comparison, everything else. Rather than that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Though, I'm sorry. Yeah, but on the grand scheme of things, anything that falls beneath the bar of out for a year is probably feeling like yeah. a major win yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. in time. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to do a little bit as I say on the podcast tomorrow. We'll be doing the podcast live uh, from half ten or eleven tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. Uh, you just follow it on the YouTube channel if you want to uh, well, we're going to discuss Liverpool's options and how they cope in the absence of Virgil van Dijk so yeah obviously love to see us tune in for that one um, let's have a score prediction before we wrap up then Chris Pager 3-1 Liverpool nice yeah, I'm going 2-1 but with a goal ruled off for offside it's not offside for Liverpool ok cool 3-0 Liverpool be fucking hilarious we start Billy Cometio 
And everyone goes, what? And yeah, baptism of fire comes in, Amsterdam Arena, and all these issues are just not issues. It probably won't be that. It's probably going to be absolutely fucking ring-clenching from minute one to minute 90 with Adrian in nets and whatever we're doing. Come and find out with us on the watch along now. Exactly. We're going to be here. Uh, we're going to be here an hour and 10 minutes before kickoff uh, for the team news reveal, and then we are doing the commentary from 15 minutes before kickoff live on the channel. That'll be on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we've got the podcast live before then. We have got loads of additional content if you want. If you're a YouTube member uh, at mm-hmm. Tier 2 member, member uh, club captain or club legend, you get this week's final word show, which was great. Looking back at the Merseyside Derby and all the massive talking points around that. And I said, there's a three-part uh, Peter Moore special. First two parts of that are up on the website on the redmentv.com. There was a three-part documentary series on last season, Liverpool winning number 19. Uh, there is a two-episode documentary series on five years of Jürgen Klopp. There's loads of amazing stuff. Perfect time to go and subscribe and a whole host of extra bonus additional stuff that you get when you do that as well. Gentlemen, thank you. The Champions League Leagues will be there to cover it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting everything we do. We love you guys and we'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Hey everyone, mate here. I want to tell you all about the fantastic set of perks and benefits we have got for you guys when you sign up to be a member here on YouTube. There are three tiers available. You've got first teamer, you've got club captain, and you've got club legend that each come with their own, as I say, perks and benefits. First and foremost, of course, you've got access to custom emotes, emojis that you can use within any one of our live streams, of which there will be plenty this season you also get 10% off Redmen TV merch from our merchandise store which will be linked below also if you go for tier 2 this is where things start to get really interesting you get access to an additional 60 minute show each and every week throughout the season that is the final word show 60 minutes looking back on Liverpool's weekend game usually only available on the redmentv.com that is there for people who sign up at club captain level and for those at club legend level as well in addition to the aforementioned perks aforementioned the most and that wonderful final word show you also get a 20% discount code off Redmen TV merch on our merch store as well and of course you get to support everything we're doing on the channel as well so if you love all the free content we've given you down the years and you want a little bit more and you want to have a little bit more extra access and you want loyalty badges as well we have got you covered with a YouTube membership sign up now Get more content, get emotes, get badges, and support the channel. Nice one. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.